0: Welcome to The Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, The Retirement Specialists.
1: Welcome to the retirement clinic. Jeff Kowal is here. Jeff is president of the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. And good morning to our listeners. Jeff, good morning to you. Good morning, Paul. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm ready for the good. show. We're Glad ready for calls. I mean, you you prefer to take Calls. Oh sure, especially,
2: show. especially if something's going on in your life with regarding your retirement. If you're close to already in retirement, you know, in our office it's seven hundred fifty thousand dollars or more. But for this show, uh, if it, it doesn't matter what the level of assets you have, if you have a question about your retirement, I'm curious to hear what it is. If there's something that's bothering you, keeping you up at night, give us a call.
1: You could have no retirement savings, Jeff. Many Americans are in that situation. Maybe they're doing fine and making a good salary. But some people just don't save, or they've waited too long to save.
2: There's a new group out there called Henry's. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. High earners, not rich yet.
1: <laughs> i got to write this down. High,
2: <laughs> high earners, earners, not, not rich, rich, rich yet. yet. So Henry. they may be making $250,000 to, a million, to yeah, a million bucks a year, right. but haven't saved anything. Th-
1: their net worth is pretty much Correct. zero, but they make a lot of money, you're saying. Yep.
2: I've never heard of
1: that. That's an remember Dink's double income no kids? Yep.
2: Yep. So now it's Henry's. High High earner.
1: Not rich yet. Not rich yet. I'm writing this down. That's pretty
2: good. But they have to just like anybody who's making forty thousand dollars a year or four hundred thousand dollars a year, you have to start saving you have to do start doing some things on a consistent, electronic, regular basis, or else it doesn't matter how much money you make. There are a lot of people that haven't made a lot of money but were diligent, responsible. Uh, disciplined, and putting money away on a consistent basis, and now have financial independence. So it's a big at,
1: You talked about this on your show. Aretha Franklin, when she passed away, we found out now she owes the IRS, Jeff, and back taxes $8 million. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> wow. And you think of Aretha Franklin, you think of, oh, she's loaded. She's got millions, right? Sure.
2: And you think that's going to be forgiven?
1: No, probably not. Uh, I mean, she's dead, but her estate, um, her estate has income from all of the music that, you know, the royalties. So they're going to have to pay that back. And you're right. There are people that make a lot of money, Jeff, but they don't have savings. Look at all the athletes. Some make over 10, 15, 20 million a year. And then you hear they're they're down and
2: out. They're broke. Well, those are a lot of those... uh, uh apparently think that the income is going to last forever. And there are a lot of people that are like that, that they may get an inheritance or they may have high income for a few years uh, perhaps are in sales, get knocked down a couple of big cases and thinks it's going to happen forever. And it doesn't always last forever. So that's why you have to be diligent. And when you do get a big pop like that, yeah. and I have a, a little thing later on about being suddenly wealthy, and what are the types of things that can make you suddenly wealthy? Well, it's a and play- then what do you do about that?
1: If you're suddenly wealthy, that could be from inheritance. You're right. There's not, I mean, not many Americans make the NFL, but Jeff, if you do, there's probably a five, six year window if you're like a running back. And you're making all that money. All of a sudden, it's just gone. It's it's over. And, yeah, uh, and running backs,
2: you- especially, they're going to have a. Uh, a relatively short career. That's how it has been lately anyway.
1: Absolutely. And then what? You're right. Um, so you got to save. You got to You got to plan for your future. What we do is take questions on retirement. Sometimes taxes come into play, a 401k plan, Social Security, estate planning, Roths, insurance questions, stretch IRAs, all of the above. If you've got questions about your retirement and your plan, give us a call right now. The AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line is 414-799-1130 the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Notice I said text. So you use that number to both call him or you could text us a question to that same number. Um, and we'll take these calls for the entire hour. Jeff, you've got stuff to get to today. Uh, we should give out all of your social media info as well. Okay. I generally leave that toward the end of the show. We'll start with your website, thekowalway.com, K-O-W-A-L. Check out thekowalway.com. There are now four locations, soon to be five.
2: That's right. Later this month, we're going to open up a scene office. Right off of the expressway on on, on, uh, Highway 20 and 43 in Racine County. So that'll be a lot of fun, but we also have our world headquarters in Waukesha, Middleton, Wisconsin, Madison, near Madison, Phoenix, and then Port Washington, the North Shore, Mequon, Thienesville, Grafton.
1: We are on uh, WIBA Radio in Madison, and of course on WISN uh, since 2001. The COAL Investment Group on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Check it out. Throughout the show, we'll give out Jeff's phone number as well. As we said, Jeff is a chartered financial consultant, chartered life underwriter, accredited estate planner. This speaks to your staff, Jeff. We hear you on the market reports. Monday through Friday, you're on at 3 p.m. You're on at 5 o'clock as well during the news, during the Mark Belling late afternoon show. Your staff does those reports. You have made the Barons' top financial advisor list now. Five years in a row, Financial Times, Top 400 Advisors, Milwaukee Biz Times, Future 50. You've been doing this a long time. We
2: have, and, and you know, it's nice that we get the recognition. Our goal has always been to take care of our clients first. We've always operated under a fiduciary standard, which means that we, also, we always put our clients' interests first. Um, and that doesn't change at all. Um, and that's why we get the recognition. You mentioned the 3, three o'clock and 5 o'clock news blocks, Um Monday through Friday, three o'clock. Um, a news block on, on WISN, or 3 and 5 o'clock at WISN, and then 4.55 uh, on WIBA in Madison. we give you one minute, try to give you an idea of what's happening that day, what's driving the markets up and down that particular day. Is it a government report? Is it corporate earnings? Uh, something in the economy? Is it China or tariffs or trade wars? Or what is it happening that particular day? Wrap it up with the Dow and, and how it affects you and your life and your retirement plan um, and your investments. And then we wrap it up with the Dow, the S&P 500, all in one minute. 3 o'clock, 5 o'clock news blocks on WISN at 4.55 on Vicki McKenna's show on WIBA in Madison.
1: I think we'll start out with some calls. Sounds great. We got questions right off the top of the hour later in the program. In fact, after the first break, Aaron Kowal joins us with the Boss Minute for business owners. In the second half of the show, it's our sexy segment, Wealth Management and Preservation with Jeff Kowal, your host. And as I mentioned, the phone lines are open. The AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line is 799-1130. Matt is calling from Greenfield. Good morning, sir. How are you today, Morning, Matt. We're well.
0: How about good. you? Good. Good to hear. So, I, my question is: uh, My mother passed and uh, left her IRA to me and my uh, brother. Uh, it's uh, roughly one hundred and twenty thousand dollars in a decedent IRA. Now, Great. we both just kind of rolled it with where she had it. Now this. Requires a uh, annual withdrawal. It needs to be depleted by. I believe he said twenty years.
2: Well, there's that's a great point, and it sounds like at least you set it up properly, uh, because there you could uh, uh, by putting it into a beneficiary IRA, you and your brother are able to stretch it out over life expectancy. So it's not over twenty years. Actually, those tables go to uh, 120. Uh, so right. you, you so could, it,
0: it gains, it loses, it gains, it loses with the market. Uh, correct. The investments uh, so obviously the uh, distribution amount annually changes as yes. we approach the amount that it has to be depleted by. Now, I was just wondering, is there a tax-free way that I can take the distribution amount or an excess amount of that Roll it into because I don't need the money for anything. Nice so, try,
2: Matt. There's no way that you can get that tax <laughs> free <laughs> uh, unless your income is so low, and I hope that's not the case. But you can, we have clients do when, when that arises in an amount like this, or say it's about 3% that you have to take out of it on a $100,000, you get $3,000. Instead of you taking it. yes, you have to pay tax on it, but you can always roll that into your own IRA and then deduct it from your own IRA. I
0: just could take that distribution amount uh, into a Roth or something. No,
2: the way the government looks at it is that they allowed your mom to take a tax deduction on it up front or not pay taxes on it up front. It grew tax deferred so they're gonna get their pound of flesh either out of your mom or out of you guys. Yeah. So they're I gonna get out of you that. guys. I just-
0: Sure.
2: good try but trying to, but putting it into your own ira or roth ira is a great idea It's something to do with your your money and a nice legacy for nice remembrance of your mom too
1: yeah yeah and matt thank you for the call we do appreciate the question and we, we've got more coming up you know we'll take calls through the end of the show so you've got till 11 a.m to call us the acunet mortgage talk and text line 799 11 first topic of the day jeff
2: Well, this was kind of interesting because driving in, I'm listening to Billy Joel, and on that, you know, he's talking about turning, getting close to 70. He's talking about some of his peers that are close to 70, and Paul McCartney's 74, I think now. McCartney's only, Uh, I guess so. He's 74, 75. Yeah, that's about right. He seems older. Yeah. Well, just look at this. Billy Joel turned 70 this year. Bruce Springsteen turned 70 this year. Both of them are going to have to take out required minimum distributions if they have retirement plans.
1: Do you think they do have retirement plans or? Well, they should. I mean, what about yeah, that's a good point. What do all these people that make millions do?
2: Well, they can still do 401k plans. They can set up uh, qualified retirement plans. But the thing is, I looked up their birthdays and they both they'll turn 70 and a half in different years.
1: And that makes a difference when
2: they're required to take the required minimum distribution. Yeah. Billy Joel's birthday is May 9th, so he won't, he'll have to, he'll turn 70 and a half this year. So his first required minimum distribution is this year, he can delay it till April 1st of next year, but then it'll have to double up Bruce Springsteen's birthday is in September. So he doesn't turn 70 and a half until 2020. So his first required minimum distribution, is going to be next year in twenty twenty.
1: Poor guy, he's going to have to get by just you know.
2: <laughs> I don't even know whether they have IRAs, but if you think right. about you know celebrities you were talking about Aretha Franklin and yep. how she owes the government, and this is what gets our attention. And I think what separates us from all the other shows that are on here, you know, we talk about retirement all the time. So when uh, from top to bottom, uh, everybody at our office thinks retirement, even stupid things like billy joel and right. Springsteen. <laughs> your mind is always working Jeff. yeah but, but that's how it is that's what differentiates we don't have we don't do all things for all people and then somebody's retiring so we bring in our retirement guy it's not how it works with us it's um you know if we need outside help with attorneys or with uh, cpas or other things we have those available paul in our office is a cpa but we have those services available from top to bottom though uh Your success in retirement is the most important thing. So that's why we have our focus on retirement and investment planning. We manage almost a billion dollars of assets for our clients. And we also have... uh, a process for it. We call it a streamlined retirement process. So we look at things like your cash flow, uh, your investments, your estate planning, your wealth management, your legacy. Where is your money going to go? We talked to Matt earlier where his mom set it up where he and his brother get it. They did the right thing and put it into a beneficiary IRA. So they didn't get creamed in taxes on it right away. They can stretch it out over life expectancy life expectancy. We also look at long-term care, the type of thing that can destroy a successful retirement plan. We look at beneficiary designations. You know, you want to make sure there isn't an ex-spouse listed on there. And we work a lot with blended families. So those are types of things that that we do. And it's all part of a process. And as I mentioned, 70 and a half, not a big deal for us because we work with that all the time. As a matter of fact, one of the biggest ways that uh, people come, reasons why people come to see us is because they're either close to already in retirement. That's the first one. Second one is they're close to 70 and a half. They're in their mid-60s perhaps, and they want to start consolidating their assets because it's 70 and a half. They're gonna have to start taking required minimum distributions. Don't
1: tell me your favorite Billy Joel song is uh, Piano Man. No,
2: no, no, no. Yeah, that's become like a joke. You know? Guess what? <laughs> so. We might have some Billy Joel. I'll see if you if you could. Okay. Then I picked out some today.
1: Well, I will tell you my favorite song by Billy Joel is uh theme from an Italian restaurant.
2: Oh, that's a good one, too.
1: It goes on forever. Yeah, yes. The, the piano work is outstanding, and there's different parts of the song you know, that that change it up. It's really good.
2: Talk about uh, piano work. Do you, did you ever listen to Angry Young Man or Root Beer Rag? No. No. If he has them, he's going to play them today. Okay. That's great piano work. All, sometimes all Billy play, Joel stuff. Yeah, and sometimes he'll play that in concert. They're just like obscure cuts on some of his old uh, albums from the 80s. Yeah, and...
1: I mean, that's his niche. Like Elton John said at the piano, Billy Joel sits at a pretty much the entire show, right? Yeah. Um. So these guys are both 70. Who is, uh, McCartney was 74. Think about all these touring bands. When you think of the music scene right now, the Stones are still playing. Yeah.
2: It's amazing. Yeah, and I heard Billy Joel's coming to Milwaukee. Aaron took me to see him. My son took me to see him in Chicago. And, you know, it was a surprise to me. I remember him coming and saying, I'm I'm taking you somewhere. I said, I'm not going anywhere with you. (laughs) Where are you (laughs) taking me? And anyway, it was just a great weekend. We had a wonderful time there. And now uh, he plays at Madison Square Garden uh, once a month in New York. Every month. Every month. And I just looked at the schedule. It's it's like every month he's there. Seventy for one years day. old. Yep. And he's and he's played I think a record number of concerts there. But of course he was married
1: did... to Christy Brinkley for quite some time too. <laughs> Uptown girl. Remember that? Oh yeah. Uh, So are we playing Billy Joel music today? Yeah. Okay, great. Of course. We've got to take a break, Jeff. Um, Aaron Kowal will join us after the break for the Boss Minute. Stay tuned for that. And then also as we continue, uh, more questions are welcome on the Retirement Clinic. WIBA Madison, WISN in Milwaukee. Use the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. That's right. You can text us a question or just call in at 799 1130 With Jeff Kowal, President of the Kowal Investment Group, The Retirement Specialist, I'm Paul Kronforst. We'll be right back.
3: Welcome back to The Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with The Boss Minute, business owners' savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. When advisors work with family businesses and the business owner's investments, oftentimes the discussion of risk comes into the conversation. When doing planning with clients, risk often revolves around how much the owner has in stocks versus bonds, U.S. versus international, etc. That investment risk is one type of risk. There are so many other types of risk involved when it comes to the family business, especially more complex, multi-generational businesses. Succession and disaster are two such risks or even global travel, security, or ownership of unique assets. A reason for this is that there is an absence of communication between the advisors and family members at complex, multi-generational family enterprises. And it stems from advisors having their roles limited to their areas of technical expertise, usually business or asset management. There is a general lack of awareness that these risks exist and need to be addressed. A factor that can contribute is also there is an inability to determine risk management priorities. A more formal and regimented process is needed when addressing risk in the family business. Risk management committees as part of the government governance structure can be a key part of starting to prioritize and address risk. Plans need to be developed in the instance that something major happens. Fire drills need to be run to see how well the company can adapt in the event of a real emergency. An advisor should do more than bring awareness of risk. There needs to be an extension to developing plans and processes to address risk. Discussions need to be had about where the gaps are. What happens if the founder were suddenly not available? Where would the wealth go? And what would be each person's role if something were to happen? It's important to get these issues addressed before there's a major incident. Make a decision to change before the decision is made for you. Why not work with a specialist?
1: And that specialist... Can be at the Kowal Investment Group. That is today's Boss Minute. Jeff, we do this every week with uh, Aaron Kowal, your son, um, to focus on your retirement plan uh, for business owners who sometimes have no retirement plan outside of their business.
2: Well, Aaron talked about risk, and that is one of the risks. What happens if you do uh, leave your business or the business uh, doesn't support your standard of living in the way you anticipated that it would? Well, that's the... The reason why you diversify why you have a retirement plan alone, that's one of the risks you need to address along with other things.
1: Jeff, we got our first text of the day on the show. Now we took a call already, and this is something new to the show. So if you're just joining us, yes, you can call us you can text us. The Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line, same number for both, 414-799-1130. Jeff, you've got a text from John. Let's,
2: let's address that. Let's take a look at this. It says, what is your view on a fixed annuity? fixed annuity to cover your basic living expenses in retirement let's first of all talk about what annuities are Uh, annuity is a a contract issued by an insurance company Uh, you put money into it it grows on a tax-deferred basis it can be part of iras as well and then the idea is that they're going to pay you out an income an annuity an income that you cannot outlive so let's take a look at his question to cover your basic living expenses if the idea is to have uh, guaranteed income for life, that's not a bad way to go with, with some of your money. Uh, there are three types of annuities, basically. There's a fixed annuity, which uh, now their interest rate's going up. Uh, you can get a fixed annuity at three and a half, about 3.5%, 3.55% for five years. So that interest rate has gone up. So you, you, know, you put $100,000 into it, $500,000, so you use $100,000, you can get $3,500 a year of income from it. That's not a bad way to go. Uh, Some of them, uh, then there's a variable annuity where the principal can vary in the the contract, but the... Uh, so, But the income is guaranteed for life. That's also backed by an insurance company. That's also a good way to go. I like a variable annuity as well. Um, you know, you can be more aggressive with that. There's a potential that you can make some good money on those. Uh, also, tax deferred. Also, the income is backed by the insurance company. The underlying investments are not. The third is a fixed index annuity. I'm not a big fan of those. A lot of times they'll, um, so they'll give you a 10% or 20% bonus. Those are... Um, they're linked to a particular index, the S&P 500 or NASDAQ or, or blended index. Not a big fan of those. At times they work. So if, if uh, John is saying, you know, should I put money in there and, and the objective is to take income from it? Yes, perhaps that's a good way to go. Because the ones that give you a 10% or 20% bonus You know, if you put $100,000 into it and a year from now you want to cash out, they're not going to give you $110,000. Right, right. Well, wait, I give you a 10% 10 bonus. Well, that's not your money. The only way you get that out is if you take it as part of income and then they'll base the income on $110,000.
1: Annuities have always confused me. I don't know what it oh, is No, they can
2: not be pretty complex.
1: They're not for everybody, that's nope. for sure.
2: And then they'll, they'll say they're tied to a particular index like the S&P 500. Great. So you don't lose money in the down market, but if the S&P 500 goes up 20%, my contract will go up 20%. Not so fast. <laughs> in a down market, you may not lose money, uh, but in an up market, you might be capped at, at 6 or 7%. And they say, well, no, 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 the cap now is 10%. Well, not so fast (laughs) because if you have a participation rate on that cap where you could get 50% of that 10%, so even if the market goes up 20%, you're not getting, you're not participating as much. So those have averaged about two or two and a half percent. So if you're okay with two or two and a half percent and getting income from it, and you're okay with 10 to 15 years of surrender charges, that's yeah. then the fixed index annuities are awesome.
1: Then they're four years. <laughs> yeah. I hope that answers John's text. That was a good question. Um, and we've talked about annuities before. Yeah, there are before. a lot of moving
2: parts on, on those annuities and the, the clean ones now are the fixed annuities where I actually pay a, a fixed rate of interest, variable annuities, are not bad, and then you have the fixed index, which are uh, complicated, and sometimes even agents don't understand them.
1: Yeah, so we will take uh, more calls or text the Acunet Mortgage Talk and text line 799-1130. This is the Retirement Clinic. We're in Madison on WIBA and right here in Milwaukee and WISN every weekend. Jeff, your next topic of the day.
2: Well, I, I started with, you know, Billy Joel and Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, more Billy Joel music coming up, by the okay, way. Yeah, and there's that's they're turning age seven. But what if you decide to retire early and now there are companies that are offering early retirement? So this is a Money Magazine article. Uh, Here's when you should accept an early retirement offer. The author is Matt Krantz from uh, Money Magazine. If you've been looking to make the math work on early retirement, you just might get your wish. Drug maker Pfizer and automaker GM announced buyout offers this past fall for longtime employees. Experts say there could be many more to come. In 2018, companies announced plans to cut 46,000 jobs owing to voluntary severance, which includes buyouts and early retirement offers. This is up considerably from nearly 5,000 buyout offers in 2017. If you're 55 or older and have spent a decade or more at your company, common thresholds for buyout eligibility, It becomes uh, it's best to be prepared just in case you get an offer. We work a lot with people, uh, 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 GE, uh, AT and T, Ameritech. Back in the day when the phone companies were really downsizing, and uh, a lot of companies were downsizing for quite some time, big companies. Um, so we we know this area inside and out. We know the questions to ask. Sometimes they'll give you a severance, so you have to be see see if you're eligible for severance pay. Some will give you uh, health insurance, uh, paid for until you re, until you hit full retirement age and you hit Medicare.
1: Well, that's so, that's actually got a lot of value. to it. That's
2: huge. If you can get that. Take the check and go. Health I shouldn't insurance say that, that should, until that's, that, you're
1: 65, basically, wait, Paul, and Medicare. I gotta say a See? disclaimer okay. here. disclaimer that
2: disclaimer, that, I, that if somebody's thinking about that, that doesn't mean necessarily that you should literally take the check and go. Just in case compliance to say, wait, you can't say that. But you should consider it seriously. If that's the case, that if you uh, uh, if you get an offer for early retirement and it includes health insurance benefits, you have to really have to think about that pretty seriously because that's going to be one of your biggest expenses in retirement. Um, Let's see, what else is this? And and
1: just to clarify, Medicare 65.
2: Back here, sixty-five. Yeah, Social Security you could start taking as early as sixty-two, but really, cash flow is the main, is the main thing when you look at retirement. It could be the amount of assets that you have because that's going to help generate cash flow. But if you can generate cash flow from uh, a severance that you have, from Social Security at sixty-two, from assets that you have elsewhere, a pension maybe, then maybe it makes sense for you to take a look at early retirement um another thing is you're close to retirement anyway buyouts offer often shower you with cash sometimes six to 18 months um of pay just to walk away if you're if you're in your early 60s this might provide the bridge you need to exit gracefully after you hit 59 and a half you can start taking money out of your 401k Without the ten percent early withdrawal and penalty, companies
1: don't have to offer severance pay, do they? They don't have to. If but you don't lot of have times, a contract, uh, right? Um, but
2: if they're trying to trim their payrolls, if they're um, looking to, ha- to to get to have an inducement, especially. If, a lot of times they do it for people who are in their 50s and 60s because that's the high wage earners. And they figure if they're paying somebody 100000 they can get a couple of kids out of college to do the same job for $50,000. they are wrong because they don't get the same quality of work. But that's where a lot of people uh, for...
1: Yeah, but they know social media.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yike. <laughs> and at any rate... You know, you're, you're. sometimes it's not, early you know, if you look at this and you say, well, I'm thinking of going anyway, but I'll just try to hang on. Well, what, ha- what might happen is that they might eliminate your job six months from now and then you don't get the severance package. So if you're close to retirement anyway and you think that you may be on the chopping block sometime in the future, you really have to take a look at this seriously. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, And even in a good workforce like we are right now, Jeff, right? Unemployment at, what, 49-year lows or something like that? It's unbelievable. Uh, There are still companies that are obviously trimming stats. And like you said, if somebody's making $120 a year and I can hire a kid to do it for $45.
2: Well, some of the things like drug companies, some of their their patents may be be expiring, so they may be losing revenue from that. They may be going to generics. GM, you you, you heard that they were cutting employees. That's right the whole department's out with the electric car. So there are some certain industries that, despite how good and the, how well the economy is doing in general. I
1: wonder how Harley is doing. Uh, along those lines, I yeah, know they're they, struggling with their product. Yeah, and they
2: have new. Don't they have new electric ones coming out? Yeah. Yep. They're still going to start at thirty thousand bucks. So they are not cheap. The motorcycles aren't cheap, but you got the Harley name to it. So we'll see how that goes. They're
1: not going to make that rumble, though. aren't The uh, potato potato sound.
2: I doubt. I doubt. It. If it's electric. Yeah,
1: that's all the allure is then gone.
2: Well, but you think that you know? Hopefully, it's going to be made in the U.S. and it's going to yeah. be high quality. It so. comes with
1: big Harley, and you can't hear it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs>
1: Here comes a golf cart. Wait, it's a Harley. Okay, gonna be have, weird.
2: let's get back to this yeah, early, sorry, sorry. Uh, offer for early retirement, <laughs> especially if you're in your 50s. Uh, you have to know the rules that uh, you know. If you're, retire- if you're forced to retire in the year in which you turn 55, you may not want to. As a matter of fact, I would say you don't want to take money out of your 401k because you can avoid some of the penalties for early withdrawal if you're between 55 and 59 and a half. But that's what we talked about at the top of the show, Paul, at Kowal Investment Group, we. Know know all these rules. Uh, and uh, we're, We deal with them every day and we're not going to be anxious to get the money from you. you know, some other advisors might say, oh, you're 57. Let's ro- roll that over into an IRA. Um, and that may or may not be the best thing for you. You got to take a look at that carefully. But the article goes on to say, again, it's a Money Mart magazine article. Article goes on to say you have a plan for health insurance, buying health care on the individual or non-group market can be expensive, especially if your income is to high qualify for subsidies from the Affordable Care Act, $48,000 for individuals, $65,000 for companies. Some bios include health care. For up to 18 months. And then uh, companies have COBRA. A lot of them, if you have 20 or more employees, have what's called COBRA, which guarantees health insurance. And it says the average cost of that is about 102%, but you're, you're guaranteed insurance. So if you just, uh, you know, if you have a second act lined up, that's also a good indicator if after you retire. So if you've calculated the cash flow, that's going to be good. You know that you have a job lined up that maybe if you're not making $100,000 a year, but you make $60,000 a year with exercising 72T, which is a way to get money out of retirement plans before you're 59 and a half, with pensions, with other things, you'll be okay. And need,
1: healthcare, that's such a big deal, yeah. I think.
2: And you have the next job lined up, you know, then it may make sense. But just one, just to wrap this up on an early off, offer for early retirement... Uh, There's a little box in here, and I I think it makes sense. Just received a buyout offer. Don't feel rushed into a quick decision. Before you book that eight-month European vacation you've been dreaming of for years, wait a minute. Yes, the buyout could be your ticket to freedom, but read the fine print. Go over severance documents carefully. Make sure that you know because some of them will say if you get another job, the severance stops. There may be some things that you have to be careful with. To um, so read the fine print carefully, consider whether staying is an option. If other workers take the buyout, that might be enough cost-cutting to save your job. You want to consider though that you know first of all your workload will increase. Secondly, you might be out the door six months from now without an offer. So you have to consider that.
1: Yeah, I'd rather take that offer now than not have it in six months, right?
2: And third, yep. And third is take time before you're before committing. If you're 50 year old, or finding another job could take some time. Make sure the buyout offer is the best it can be. And a lot of times there won't be an an option there, you are going to be leaving. So just make sure that whether it's it happens now or you think it might happen two years from now, come on and see us or see an advisor. Make sure that you have things lined up that if it does happen to you, if you do get an offer for early retirement, you know how to handle it. I
1: don't it. Know, oversimplified, Jeff, but when you sit down with your clients at the Cowell Investment Group, you literally put a pen, it might be on a computer, but in terms of putting a pencil to paper and figuring out, Cash flow in my retirement. How much do you need? And with your savings, let's figure it out. I mean, you've got to do
2: that math. Yeah, and some of the guys that were here, Paul Schaefer, Joe Still. John, Aaron, those guys run uh, cash flow analysis, and we do what's called a bad timing scenario. It says most of our clients think that the day that they leave work is the day that the market's going to tank and not recover. <laughs> so what we do is let's say, let's say everything goes along just fine. You can earn 5%. We try to be a little bit more conservative. We don't we don't plan for an 8% return. But let's say it's 5% return. Let's say it's 2.5% inflation, and you calculate and everything looks fine. You say, But wait a second, what happens if the day that I walk out of work, we have a 20% drop in the market right away? The market tanks, yeah. We have another 10% drop the next year, or 50%. You know, what we do is we take a look, we try to mirror this to 2007-2008 scenario. So worst case scenario. Market tank, this, this allocation, what would this allocation have done if this happens to you and you lose you know, a third of your assets, can you still withstand? Can you survive that? Can you survive that? And if you can
1: survive that, (laughs) then you're right. I mean, that's, again, what are the odds that's going to happen? Well, if it does, at least you're
2: prepared. But that's an important part of the planning that we do. We don't just run a cash flow analysis. We try to make sure that it applies to your situation. And so that if we do have a downturn in the market right after you leave work, did you make a mistake? Because you don't want to go back at 75 and start looking for work at 75.
1: I don't. Most people I mean, don't i mean no because most of a people slight don't.
2: miscalculation oops
1: <laughs> back reading at walmart right yep. or, or whatever it is you know,
2: some people do it because they want to
1: i know they do but, uh, but it's hard to find a job be, at 75 yeah, yeah, and others I mean, do
2: because they have to you're right
1: a quick break here in wisn and wiba you are listening to the retirement clinic jeff kowal president of the kowal investment group the retirement specialist after the break the sexy segment wealth management and preservation that's coming up next we'll be right back all right we are back the music that's not billy joel music by the way no uh because it's a sexy segment so this music means uh and it's a weekly feature it's about wealth management and preservation jeff the
2: floor is yours okay this show is for everybody this particular segment is for those with a million dollars and um If you have a million dollars, you have some issues with regard to wealth management, wealth preservation. Uh, How do you keep your money? Um, And this is an article, um, Five Big Mistakes Executors Make and How to Avoid Them. Uh, A lot of times you'll be... Uh, named as a, you could be named as an executor of a significant estate, and then what are some of the mistakes? So, let's take a look at this being named an executor of a family member or a loved one's estate in many ways is an honor. The decision shows that the person saw you as a highly trustworthy, capable person of integrity, but it's also a major responsibility that can quickly become a burden if you aren't set up to do your job properly. The fact is, administering an estate comes with plenty of potential pitfalls pitfalls that can threaten your loved one's wealth and your peace of mind. That goes double if the death is unexpected and leaves you reeling really emotionally as you try to take on legally required duties of an executor. Uh, good news, you can take some steps. First of all, the basics at death, every, everything a person owns becomes part of his or her taxable estate. Uh, estate administration is the process of managing the estate. Okay, so let's look at some of the mistakes that uh, executives uh, could avoid. One, making distributions too early, and we see this happen, unfortunately. Executor, you're liable for estate and its distributions. If you make distributions from the estate, in other words, handing out money to family members before taxes and other liabilities are paid, you are personally liable. So that means if, if somebody says, well, I need my money in a hurry, and you give it out to them, and then there are taxes to be due, like we were talking about earlier on IRAs as an example. Uh, they can come back to you. The government can come back to you and get those taxes. I it's bet this, your family members do this quite often though yep. Jeff. same wait as as a minute, you're yep. the executor. I want that money. It's mine. Yep. yep. And they say, what's taking us so law? What's taking so law? Give us our money, and then you, you know they're, as soon as there's a couple bucks involved, family members can get squirrely. And, and, oh, yeah. It Brothers and pretty, sisters. Yes, they can get pretty vicious.
1: And why is he the executor? Yeah. How come he was named? Well, somebody yeah. has to be, right?
2: Boy, you just said that so
1: snotty. I I it's like- <laughs> can you tell I'm not? Yeah. I'm not that- I don't want to be. Actually, that- actually, that's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And it's, it's interesting because Aaron just uh, said, we, you know, we're going to get an independent one for our estate because Aaron doesn't want to have you know, potential uh, issues with his brother, Adam. So, you know, if we get an independent person to handle the, that aspect of it, then an independent executor. So, so that can be done. That can be done. Doesn't yeah?
1: have to be a, a son or Correct.
2: daughter. Okay. Um, okay. Anyway, such distributions known as at-risk distributions should be avoided. Mistake number two, failing to make the portability election. This is important. The concept of portability means a surviving st- spouse can make use of both his and her federal estate tax exemption. The exemption is $11.2 million in 2018. That allows a married couple to shelter a total of $22.4 million. However, the exemption is not automatic and you have to file if one spouse dies to get that portion rolled over. So you have to make sure that the, that's called the portability election. Make sure you do that. Number three, failing to properly advertise the estate. The appointment of an executor in the existence of the estate may need to be advertised in local newspapers. If there are debts, old creditors need to be notified so they can make claims against the estate. Each state's a little bit different. Number four, failing to liquidate securities through a market downturn. As executor, you'll be responsible for managing the estate's assets, including a stock portfolio. While you don't necessarily need to have the financial and business acumen of Warren Buffett, failing to monitor the markets and estate investments could seriously damage the estate's value. As executor, you're also a fiduciary, someone who's legally required to act in the best interest of the heirs. Get help. Mistake number five, failing to properly conclude the estate. Executors who have properly distributed most of the estate's assets often fail to properly close the estate. This may involve filing a family settlement agreement with the court showing that all beneficiaries agree that they receive their share uh, of the estate, or going through a court accounting process where a judge ultimately approves the distributions, um, you know it's 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 not a bad idea to work with an accountant or an or state tax uh, state planning lawyer who do this all the time uh, these are the guys and i would have somebody looking over my shoulder as i do this as an executor for any significant estate or just to make sure that you avoid some problems with that
1: you at the coal investment group you work with estate planning obviously that's a big part Absolutely. of retirement planning yes so, uh, Jeff, that was very good. I got a question for you. We got to take a break right now. Okay. We got a whole boatload of texts coming in. I don't know if we have time to address them, but we'll, we'll try. We'll a few of them, sure. Yeah, we'll try our best to get to, to those. And, of course, we've got that new feature here at WISN. We thank our sponsor. That's the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line at 799-1130. Jeff Kowal is on every Saturday. WIBA Madison and WISN in Milwaukee. You're listening to The Retirement Clinic. We'll be right back. We are back with the Retirement Clinic. Okay, Jeff, and this, we're going to squeeze as many as we can. As we were doing the sexy segment, Spencer ran in some texts. And uh, we are now doing that with the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line.
2: So you fire away. And- okay, there, there are two of them here. The one is, uh, uh, they say, and I don't know who it's from, they say take money off the table when the markets are shaky. How do you do that in a 401k or an IRA? Um, actually, it's easy. I'm not sure you want to. Uh, you might want to reduce the volatility, um, but I'm not sure that that's always the best thing to do in a volatile market. If it keeps you up at night, then yes, take some off the table and do it. And you can do that if you have a advisor that you work with uh, with your ira or if you handle it online you can go directly to the trustee and you can make some changes in it in your ira there may be some additional restrictions in the 401k where they may only allow you to make changes once a quarter so that may be a little bit harder to do you could still do it but it may take some time to get that done so you know you you can make the changes talk to your advisor give us a call we can help you with that too the other one is from dave and he said uh Um, I like your show on decedent's IRA, the funds must be withdrawn over the life expectancy of the decedent. That is true if it's over 70 and a half, but it also can be drawn off uh, the uh, uh, life expectancy of the beneficiary. And there's a table that goes to actually 111 and and over the, uh, uh, he said it may be. Age uh, age, 111 and over. Uh, after You'll be short and you can, you can hold penalties. Well, that's always a possibility. You have to be careful about that and make sure you consult an advisor uh, or a, a tax professional for that. But, yes, the table can go. Uh, the, the the factor is one, so it can be pretty high. So you may have to take half of your money out later on. But now by that uh, time, you're not going to have much
1: left. We, we just mentioned this. Was at last week's show? Babies born this year, Jeff, could live to easily be 100 or more. Uh, yeah, I think
2: the number is 120,
1: which is amazing. You're gonna to have to start planning, or or that, or we'll we'll be working we're 90 years old, I guess. And... Sure.
2: Well, you could you you have to be careful that you don't outlive your money, and that's one of the big reasons why we do uh, the cash flow analysis for our clients. Uh, it's based on Monte Carlo simulation, so it gives a probability of success in retirement, uh, probability that you're gonna, your money is gonna last as long as you do. So you have to be careful with that. Um, they're all, you know, this is a specialized area of planning, Paul. And, uh, you know, when we see people for the first time, you know, if you have $750,000 or more, if you have a million, two million, five million dollars or more, come on and see us. I think now people are taking a look at their statements from January and saying, you know, am I happy with the advice, with the counsel that I've been getting? Am I happy if I've had volatility Has you know, as my advisor calmed us and maybe sent emails, videos, things like that, called us to make sure everything was okay? Um, if you're if you're looking around for a new advisor consider Coal Investment Group. Um, you can go online at the coalway.com, the coalway K O W A L, the
1: Facebook, LinkedIn and Twitter.
2: Thank you, Paul. Yes, but you can request an, uh, an appointment and an individual consultation with myself, with Aaron, Aaron Spitzner, Paul Schaefer, uh, great team of people. And as I mentioned earlier in the show, everybody from top to bottom um we we uh, all talk the same language we all talk about retirement uh, every team member so you're not working with a rookie you're working with somebody that and we don't call in this but uh, you know the retirement guy to come in each person that you work with is the retirement person cuz we're all versed in retirement planning this is a key area of planning
1: four locations soon to be five jeff the fifth will be in racine and when that opens we will of course announce it on the program I don't think we gave out your phone number throughout the show. I think you're right. A lot of website, a lot of social media. Remember, the thekowalway.com, or simply pick up the phone. Call 262-522-4040. 877-560-4040 is the toll-free line. And uh, you're in Middleton as well, which is out in Madison. We're on WIBA in Madison. And, of course, WISN. Another great show.
2: Yeah, it's a great show. We always act as fiduciaries. We always put your interest first, so please give us a call or... Go online at thekowalway.com.
1: Thank you, Jeff. Have a great weekend. Thanks, you too, Paul. Retirement Clinic every Saturday at 10 a.m. here in WISN and WIBA.